let's start over that. Broadcasting live from a hollowed out tree stump in the middle of no man's land. You reached your hosts, James R. Freeman and Jeff Onyx. This is Married with Comedy. Married with Comedy. <laughs> you know what? Uh, this is going to be the last time for like a month that we do shows this time. Yeah, we're going to switch to... What, Why are switching? we not doing Friday nights? Why are we doing Sundays again? Because uh, we could do Friday nights if you want. I'm just saying uh-huh. that I got to do. I got to be doing like store stuff. So you don't want to have to get up and do a store front on Saturday after being up on Fridays. Which well, I do it Sunday anyway. So I'm good with either way. Hi. Are you sure? Because I mean, yeah, I'm good with either. We way. talk more, but yeah. Well, maybe we'll do it on Friday and then play it again on Saturday, but then we'll be live on Friday, but then we can play it on Saturday. Whatever. I don't care. Are you sure you don't care? Cause it well, you do like it Friday. Do. No, I don't care. We do Friday, it Friday. okay? Yeah, Friday's good. I prefer Friday, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah, Friday. That all right with you? Yeah, because I leave the stores anyway, like between 6 and 7 anyway, to get up here in time to do the thing. Right, but I also, you know, yeah. I don't know, that gives you an extra day to do storefronts, too. Yeah. By the way, I... I uh, change some settings so um okay this is better how do, what settings did you change other than i changed the video settings i okay. changed the frame rate settings All i right. changed the audio settings the audience may be hearing a hum you could ask your uh, your fair lady if she would like log on to our thing and try to listen so that she can hear our hum she can hear our hum and look at the way you're sitting you're not even sitting in your right place Oh, I know. It's hilarious, dude. So frustrated. <laughs> going crazy trying to think of this thing. You know what's funny is, uh, I was going to readjust the camera so that it uh, it fit us correctly, you know? You know what I'm saying? So that it it did correctly, mm-hmm. but I, I didn't, and it's still pretty good. Still pretty good. And I've messed it up by turning the other way. No, I mean, if you if you were to move <laughs> over... I mean, at least turn a little bit. See, look how look how you are. You're taking up half the screen. Wow. Whatever. Check this out, dude. The lack of social relationships defined as socialization or loneliness. Well, why don't you... It's frequently been the focus of research. The concepts yeah. of social isolation and loneliness what? have often been used interchangeably. They are, however, <laughs> distinct, but nevertheless, interrelated concepts. Okay. So he's... He's preparing. He's doing his. He's doing a show prep. I'm still doing my show begin, prep. During the beginning of the show. In the during the show, that's terrible, terrible organization skills. So if you um, can even call it a skill, because I'm so terribly disorganized. Yeah. So uh, on today's show, we got. Uh, so the first hour, we're gonna have uh, our opening art, or what we're doing, our opening thing. We're going to have this week in comedy history, the breakdown, outpost survival tip of the week, 420, and a conjecture or fact thing. And then we'll reset for the second hour. So, uh, so you ready? You ready? You ready to do the thing? Is that your open? That's your opening bit? What? There you go. Hi. Sure. Whatever you say. I don't know. Well, I'll just get right into it then. There I go. By the way, you know what's really cool about that, that being sheer the way it is? 
the light reflects off of it. So even if that door back there is open, which I can see through yeah. it, they can't. That's good. Yeah. That's good. You, you've done a really good job, Mr. Producer. Yeah, Mr. Producer. I'm going to get sued by the yeah. great one for calling you that. Mr. Producer, Mr. we don't have a Mr. Call Screener. We don't have a Mr. Call Screener. The great one. Get off the phone, you jerk. <laughs> Sometimes he drives me crazy too, though, because he does all the name calling and stuff. And it's like, but then I get it. I don't know. He gets lit. So I guess I get it. But all that name calling stuff, it doesn't do anything but sidetrack your hey, we're on the air. What's up? argument. No audio. I don't know if we do or not. Are you listening? Are you gonna be able to listen to it? No audio. I wonder why. She's gonna shut that door. She doesn't want us hearing her, I think, is what's happening. So they're saying there's no audio at all, but I can I can see the stuff going well, what on. What happened? Did you lose the mixer already? No, look at you you can see it there. Well, there's audio here, but it's not getting yeah. there. What's happening? Hey, there you go. I see what you. has happened? So, yeah, your mom and, and Melissa were both telling me that there's no audio. Well, Chris Pemberton says he can hear me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> are you, are you, are you, yeah, send me a message. <laughs> so, um, apparently some people couldn't hear us, but some people could. And some people can't. And some people can Chris Pemberton says he can hear me. Uh, we're having uh, technical. There we go. Oh, we're experiencing technological difficulties. Technological hey. dis discovery. <laughs> Are you throwing up gang signs? <laughs> now, uh, if everybody in we're the chat experiencing heard, technical you know issues. That's, that's supposed to be on the comedy vets thing, but I didn't what even pull it up. What the world is happening? I didn't pull we it up. We are so disorganized. Okay, they can hear me now. Can Can you hear me now? They can hear us now. Here we go. This week in comedy what history, March 15th through March 21st. Uh, February 4th, okay. 19... Ready? Yeah, February okay. 4th, 1930. Wait. February 4th? Because you're doing somebody was born and then somebody died. So apparently they died on the 15th. So I have to say when they were born. Okay, so they were born on the 4th and they died. So they got to experience their birthday before they died. That's so good. So February right. 4th, 1936, David Brenner was born and he died March 15, 2014. Is that the Hulk? No. Oh. Known That's as David the... Banner. My bad. <laughs> Known <laughs> as the most frequent guest on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Really? Yeah. Was Big nose. One? Is he the one who used to steal the jokes for Johnny? I don't know. Maybe that's why he was so frequent. Brenner, uh, so you might not know that Brenner used his fame and fortune to send his parents. <laughs> what? Well, he had, he had money. I'm he, sorry. He used his what? Fame and fortune. Okay. I'm sorry. To send his parents on cruises because he, he wanted to do something for his parents. And as soon as he got the money, he started sending his parents on cruises. I'll bet that's why he sent him on cruises. And, both of his parents died on a cruise. Nuh uh. Two years apart. So his nah, father. I feel bad for his, laughing. His father died, and then two years later, his mom died on a cruise. What? Yeah. So they didn't even die on the same cruise. No, they. And here's and the thing. Then, and then they the kept first going. one died and didn't take the hint. <laughs> yeah, <I was laughs> kept like, taking fucking cruises. Yeah. 
Golly. March 16th, right. 1906, Henry Youngman was born. Do okay. And he died February 21st, 1998. Henny Youngman. Henny Youngman. That sounds like a fake name. Known for his mastery of the one-liner. He was like the best at one-liners. No. Better than anyone else in the movie. No, he was not better than Rodney Dangerfield. Let's stop, okay? He created the one-liner, take my wife, please. No. Yeah. Are he, we really saying that? Kenny Young, he, he wrote that in uh, 1920, no, 1930-something. Okay. Okay. Okay, that's, that's probably true then. So, um, whoever you were thinking about probably was, was influenced by this guy because it's a lot of people, possible. a lot of people were influenced by this guy, but you that might, he influenced him, but I still can't conceive of anyone who did the one-liners better. Well, I mean, this guy apparently was really famous for it. Anyway, uh, you might not know, Just, uh, okay. I'm going to shut up because now obviously and out of my league. Uh, Youngman started doing stand-up comedy after he worked at a print shop writing comedy cards containing one-liners. And someone said, those one-liners are pretty funny. You should do that on stage. So he started doing it on stage. Like in the 30s. 30s and 40s. Okay. Okay. Crazy, huh? Okay. Okay. Uh, May, May 31st, 1894, Fred Allen was born and he died, died March 17th, 1956, known as the most popular and, uh, forward thinking humorist of the golden age of radio. Cool. I'm a humorist. So um, I like that. That's interesting. Though he was, he was an admired comedian. He was also the most censored comedian, yeah. censored person on the air. Often belittling his network executives on air, he influenced such people as Howard Stern, David Letterman, and pretty much anybody else that you know used to have talks, problems with their network. Crap on their... Yeah, talk talks smack. crap on their guests. Yeah, talks smack. Now there is some level of well, you know, they're saying it how it is, and there's another level of shock jock. You know, and that's what seems to be anymore. It used to be more about, you know. Your your mom says she can't hear you. Attack. She can't hear us, but everybody else can. You should unmute your computer. Or she can't hear me to say it. <laughs> to unmute it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You can hear? There's a delay. That's funny. What about... um? that over there here maybe she's listening on there can you click that thing what do i click the little, see the little e for edcast yeah you uh, put it down here yep put it down there wait I, it should be good though this way though right? and then i'll do like this okay what am i doing over here what am i doing what am i clicking on uh the e down at the bottom edcast, e, edcast. yeah All yeah right. it's it's gone it sounds like yeah it's it looks on like it, i mean un Unmute, unmute mum mum unmute mum unmute mum oh you're not hearing anything you want to reply over there you want to unmute uh, that's so lady mum unmute mum okay okay 
I gotta get back to our camera thing. Okay. All right. Cool. Here we go. We're back. We're back. March 18th, 1972, Dane Cook was born. What? March 18th? March 18th, 1972, Dane Cook was born. Known as the highest charting comedian in 28 years, with his albums going platinum. I guess for 28 years there was a gap there where nobody went platinum. I guess. Um, Comedians anyways, right? Yeah, he was one of the first comedians to use uh, a personal website and, Mm -hmm. and his MySpace page to build a large following of fans uh and he was basically a social marketing pioneer Uh he was one of the first comedians to do social marketing he did that show tourgasm i don't know if you've ever seen it if you have not yeah it's great it was really good yeah and there's what do you do this it's like a (laughs) (laughs) that was a symbol no it was uh it's the opposite of the rock and roll symbol or whatever, because normally you do like, oh. the, I mean, not the rock and roll, but the I love the devil symbol. Yeah, like that. But it's it's the opposite. Or yeah. Okay, so, um, yeah. I don't remember. March whatever. 19th. I mean, I remember what it was, but I don't remember why. March 19th, 1894, Moms Mabley was born. Day after Dane Cook was born. She died May 23rd, 1975. Known as a veteran entertainer wow. on the Chitlin circuit. She did die right after he was born. That's funny. Um, she she um she was a, one of the one of the uh, veteran entertainers on the Chitlin circuit back then. Um the Chitlin circuit, are you familiar with this? Uh no. It was a group of black entertainers that would go around and, and entertain and they called it the Chitlin circuit where they would just travel to to black owned establishments. Yeah, no, black-owned establishments. That's what they called it. It seems like a little bit racist. Okay, so you might not know that. I don't know if they well, can back do that then, anymore. I think we should well, make they do that now. person's family apologize they do now. Have you seen, for her actions. Have you seen in the in our in our comedians group for the Kansas City area that they're doing uh, black-only shows and black comedian only and only apply if you're black? Good or women-only shows? Black folks been doing that for a minute, bro. No, but I'm you saying if I that? went in there and said the same thing, Dude, they've been doing it for a minute because for the longest time they couldn't get in with the white folks. Isn't that crazy? They had to do all that, dude. I'm just saying that's silly. I'm just saying it's been around for a long time. I'm... So, um, Moms Mabley. Make uh, your own way. And to be honest with you, if they didn't c- complain about us having all white stuff, then I wouldn't have a problem with either one. So, Moms Mabley. Um, and, and I mean that her, as anyone who father was killed about having a group of white folks name something no i'm saying white. that they're they're doing I'm all throughout the country where they're going they're doing shit. segregated shows where they're I doing know, a I'm white only show around. and a black only show and back in the day weren't weren't people pissed off about that now they're not i just don't get it i don't think people were pissed off about it back in the day were they yeah there were people who would the whole civil rights movement because they didn't want to segregate and now they're moving back towards segregation well i I understand what you're saying, but I guess my point was that even after they desegregated everything, there was still quite a bit of segregation. And then you got, what was his name? J.C. Nichols? Was that the guy's name? The catalog guy? (laughs) No, the freaking real estate guy. Oh, I thought he was a catalog. Hence the no, that Plaza, I was thinking, J.C. Nichols. I was thinking J.C. Whitney. Man. Whitney catalog. The J.C. Whitney automotive But he catalog. had like a, um, 
a pro uh, a process by which black folks were not allowed to rent from him. Basically, if you check mark that in your box, and he was trying to rent. Well, from that's him, what I'm saying. That's messed up. He, but but is it but is it then now okay to not rent for people based on their race? And to have a, a, a black-only community and a white-only community, you can't rent to white people in this one community, and you can't rent to black people in this other community. Well, that's, that, I if guess... it was wrong then, then it's wrong now. If people said it was wrong then, then it's wrong now. Well, and my point was more of that it was wrong to have it one-sided. But when black folks was like, you know what, we're tired of all this. We're just going to do our own thing anyway. Then you start that process. Now they're just, they're bad-mouthing it, but it's a process that was done because the system, even though they were saying it in public, they weren't really still, they still weren't really allowing black folks in. So black folks had to make their own stuff, man. No, but I'm, but that's I mean, what I'm that's saying. What people, I'm saying. people, what I'm saying is that if people thought it was wrong then, then it's still wrong today. And those same people that were saying that was wrong then, and that's bad, are people promoting it being good today? I, I think the circumstances are different. What I would say is, as a, as as a country that has a constitution, we're a constitutional republic, constitution that says, look, you can't be mad if they start an all black community, but well, they I'm can't not, be no mad. With that. Those other people can also can't be mad when we start all white communities. I think segregation as a policy is. Uh, based in ignorance and hate for other people based on just ba based on information that doesn't matter right so and something you can't if change. you're building you a white community i don't agree with you if you're building a black community i don't agree with you however the best part about our country is that we should be able to disagree on these things but everyone still just talk about it and try to come to some common ground where we yeah. understand each other except for the nambla people Sorry, I'll never get it. Nope. Okay, am I interrupting you today? Is yeah, that yeah. What's happening? So, uh, Mom's Mabley, her dad was killed. Uh, he was a, <laughs> he was volunteer firefighter, Sorry. and the fire truck that he was on exploded and he died. And at the time, he owned a general store, and um, her mom, Mom's Mab Mabley, Mabley, her mom um, was like a caretaker or a housemaid or something like that, like a cleaning lady, whatever. Okay. So the mom took over the the, the uh, general store, and then on Christmas Day she was walking home from church, and she got hit by a truck and was killed. So both of her parents were killed in really weird ways. Wow, Jeff, this is a really dark episode, bro. It's <laughs> getting dark. <laughs> March twentieth, nothing happened. Uh, March twenty first, nineteen. Well, March twentieth. That's today, isn't it? Yeah. Yay! This happened today. First day of March, or I mean, uh, spring. In the 20th or is it the 21st? The first day of spring is Mother's Day. <laughs> Here in Missouri. That's funny. Uh, March 21st, 1958. We've, we've become the North Pole. Brad Hall was born. Best known as a weekend update anchor on Saturday Night Live. Uh, you might not know that Hall was an avid surfer and learned how to surf as soon as he knew how to walk. He learned how to walk, got in the water and started surfing. I uh, find that hard to believe. And that was this week in comedy history. You know what's really funny? Maybe is? Boogie Board, but I doubt he was surfing. I, di I didn't feel like putting up the, the subtitles. 
this week in comedy history. All right, so. <laughs> that was this week in comedy history. Oh, boy. Did you On like that one? Note, sure, that was great, dude. I'm sorry I kept interrupting. No, man, it's your turn. What a, it's about what damn time. It would have been a better segment if I hadn't. You think so? I don't know. I'm having a bit of a day, so I'm trying to trying to stay focused. Focused. As the Chinese guy I used to work for used to say, focused. 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 You need to focus. You need to focus. You focus. You focus. So, uh, what's the next segment? Oh, the breakdown. Breakdown. Do you really? Down. You don't really need your subtitles, do you? Subtitle? You need. You don't need subtitles, do you? You don't need the bottom third, do you? Do you need your third? You need the bottom third. I don't. Know. What's the breakdown about today? It doesn't matter, right? What's the breakdown about? Um, I have been on an 80s movie kick. 80s movie? Yes, 80s movies. Turns out that you can tape four movies at once on the DVR. Really? Isn't that great? And watch something, apparently. It's kind of crazy. And I still maxed it out where it <laughs> told me, hey, you're going to have to cancel one of your recordings. You're not going to be able to watch this. With like 87%. Or so you're doing DVR in and stuff? Yeah, you know. Oh, that's nice. You didn't have to do that, man, really. I wasn't going to bug you about the it. The breakdown, yeah. But, uh, Boom. so I've been doing that, and there's like this Paramount channel, which is okay. And stupid me, uh, that's why I was singing that song. Which song? I, uh, taped Beverly Hills Cop. On the Paramount channel. Like an idiot. 80s movie. 80s movies are great, okay? And if you haven't seen Beverly Hills Cop, you gotta watch it. It's phenomenal. It's, it's It made Eddie Murphy an action star. Like, anyways. Well, that's the name of the song in the movie. So then when you put that up there, I'm like, break down, shake down. You like your little table that I made for you? Your little, your little armrest? Break down. Well, you also know how I am too, so yeah. I write with either hand. So if I'm doing something, I can. I don't know though. This thing's kind of like... the whole the whole point that it's 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 on the it's on the drawer. There we go. It's sitting That's on the better. drawer. Thank you. That's better. Um. So, anyways, yeah. So I've been watching '80s movies, and my wife watched Red Dawn with me. Oh, the original. Yes. Yeah. The remake she was is stupid. like, hey, isn't that Charlie Sheen? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you, he looks so young. Do you know who else was in that? The best actor in the world was in it. Oh, Patrick Swayze. C. Thomas Howell. Oh, C. Thomas Howell was awesome, Robert. Dude, C. Thomas that Howell. Dude, man, man. He is the best actor in the world because he acts like he can't act. I know, right? <laughs> He's well-trained, too. <laughs> He's well-trained and not knowing how to act. And he's been in some great movies. He was in The Outsiders and Red Dawn, of course. He was in The Hitcher. Stand um, by me. Yeah, stand by me. See Thomas Howell's not. 
Yeah. Which one was he in? He I don't remember. Wasn't one of the four kids. Wasn't he in like uh, It, the original? Spider-Man. Okay. You, can, you can't have... Tom's how you get me off the subject here. You can't have an, an A's movie without C. Tom Howe. Yeah, that is oh. true. That guy was six. He, he was six degrees of Kevin Bacon before Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Breakfast Club was one that we just watched. Breakfast Club. Yeah, my wife and I guess she she's watched it on regular TV when she was younger. So, because it came out the year she was born, for crying out loud. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when she watched it, it was on regular TV and it was dubbed. But she was surprised to find out some of the things that was in it. Did you hear the remake of it? The Breakfast Club? They made a remake? Yeah, it's coming out. It's coming out. Nuh-uh. It's called Unlawful Detention. Nuh-uh. Sorry. Yeah, me going for a second. And then we watched the original Red Dawn. We watched Breakfast Club. See, I watched Weird Science um, and Hard to Kill. I did a Kelly the Brock double feature. If you guys don't know who that is, you got to check it out. She was like the original. Oh my gosh, look at that Amazon chick. We got to put her in some movies. And I don't know, she did okay with Weird Science. She did okay with Hard to Kill. If you have seen Hard to Kill, it was Steven Seagal, which she was married to, but then he beat her up because I guess he's got a little winky. Out of, the, out of the two, somebody she acted better than Steven Seagal. I know, right? But I don't understand how you could just, I don't know, man. She was, who cares what a woman says Come or over does here. to you? He, yeah, he's I mean, like this, you, 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 ever you look so sexy. Yeah. But then even it's even worse because the guy was like, a seventh dawn black belt and yeah. a keto. You should know better than that, bro. You know what I mean? I mean, he, it, what I'm saying is he's trained. So, like, if he puts his hands on her, it's, it's going to be a whole lot worse. And apparently it was. We grew up pretty good. So. Yeah. Anyway. No, no, any good. Oh, I have no idea. If I don't know why I got off on that tangent. But my point was I watched the Kelly the Brock double feature. And I'll say this, I watched a couple of the uh, weird science shows back, maybe a couple of years back or whatever, because they popped up on my YouTube and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, it just wasn't the same. Kelly the Rock Johnson? Kelly the Rock Johnson. I have no idea who any of those people are. Yeah, Kelly the Rock. Yeah, she was pretty. No idea. She was in weird science, man. She was the chick that they made. Okay. From scratch with their computer with the bras on their head. See, but that that movie <laughs> was that movie was like the, the exactly what teenage boys would do if they could make a person. Yeah, I would have made a Kelly LeBrock. But they would have made one that looked like that. Yeah. They didn't seem very Six uh, foot tall Irish. They didn't seem very intelligent, so it, yeah. I'm surprised it didn't turn out like Reanimator. Well, I'll say this. I mean, the movie wasn't all freaking, you know, wonderful and whatnot either. I mean, she got herself into, she got her herself and the boys into some hot water yeah. with her antics and whatnot. But, you know, ultimately, I think that the, uh, the 80s movies had a bit of a, 
excluding Red Dawn, of course, had a bit, had a bit of a, I don't know, man, a bit of everything's going to be all right to him. You know what I mean? Red Dawn? Like, no matter what the movie, even Red Dawn to some extent, maybe. Um, that we're in a bad scrape right now, but we will overcome. Yeah. They were movies about overcoming. Sort uh, of, but in a in a fun kind of way too. And the right? Mad Max movies, the was, Mad Max movies, are even over yeah, them. that even had a bit of a sense of humor to it sometimes, which was odd. Buckaroo Banzai. Across the fifth dimension. Yes. That movie was great, and I seriously thought that Peter Weller. Peter Weller, there it is. I was trying to think of his name. Was Adam Ant? You know, because he funny. was a musician in in the movie and. He, the way that they did their stuff, it was a lot like Adam Ant. Well, and they look they look similar. Identical. Well, well, I don't know pretty, about identical, pretty close. They were pretty close. They could be family members. Yeah, 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 I thought they were. I thought. Well, I've Asperger's related, so I thought they Hollywood were exactly anyways, the same. If I'm not mistaken, they're, they're all related. Hollywood. Yeah. Somehow. Well, and they some just of them have. Name. Yeah, and there's kids that don't want people to know who their parents are. Well, like they Sean Astin. Their name and then. Sean Astin, uh, apparently his dad and grandparents and people like that were in Hollywood and they're like really famous. I had no idea. I knew, yeah. Now you know how it got I just, its work. I just think he's a great actor. <laughs> if you've never seen, if you've never seen the the color, uh, the color of magic, Discworld series. The, the Discworld series, he does a great job in that series. Was it like disc golf reality show or something? No, it's a world that is a disc that um, resides in the universe on top of a kind turtle. like our world. A giant turtle. And they, they sit on the giant turtle. The, the world resides on a giant turtle and it's a giant disc. It's called Discworld, the color of magic. Okay, well, there's some aspects of that. In reality, I mean, like, the Native Americans believed that the United States was a turtle. And it turns out, kind of in the shape of a turtle, if you look at it. Yeah. Not the United States, excuse me, North America. North America. Is in the shape of a turtle. turtle. So, so I mean, there's some aspects to that. And then, of course, the guy who went up in the hot air balloon to look at the world. Yeah. He went, like, 100 miles up or something like that. Almost died, almost got frostbite and all this other stuff they kind of made a movie but i haven't seen the movie but he said that the earth looked like a round flat disc that's what he said so there was a movie called the signal have you seen that yes okay i love that movie i yep. truly love that movie yeah if you haven't seen it it's a great sci-fi movie um and I, I almost don't want to even say why we brought that up right now. Because if you haven't seen it, it will spoil the whole movie for you. Yeah. Because the big reveal is... Um, spoiler alert. Yeah, there we go. Spoiler alert. Earmuff it if you don't want to hear this. Uh, but the big reveal is where they're at. It happens to be like a big, like, planet-like. Not planet-like, but... Um, country like a country but it's set on just a floating dirt mound of some sort you know like the old thoughts that the earth used to be just this big mound flat yeah on top and then it had a mound and it was sitting on a uh like the floating like the floating land masses in uh 
Avatar. Avatar, yes, yes, yes. Kind of like that, but big. Huge, right? Yeah. And then because he had bionic legs, he was able to reach the end of it. Right. You you gotta go you gotta watch John Carter. Oh I I, I did watch John, John Carter. John Carter. I, good, it's a good story. So full of symbolism. I don't want to get started. It was. It was a hey uh could could we do a movie about the Anunnaki? The was... Can we do a movie about the Anunnaki that is not a Will Smith movie? <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, I missed that. Anunnaki have... is ancient aliens. Okay, gotcha, but there's like millions of movies. I know. <laughs> about aliens that don't have Will Smith. You know, today's today's a conjecture or fact was going to be about um pre precursor civilizations, but now it's not. Uh-oh, you changed your mind. I did. Midstream. So we'll have to do that. I mean, I already wrote it down what it's going to be, but it's not going to be that. All right. Uh, I'm finished. Okay, then. Thou oh. must continue thine show. <laughs> uh, Alpo Survival Tipple the Week. Okay, so the most recent thing uh, about the... the was it that... Um, the Ice Storm stuff? Well, they were doing rolling blackouts and things of that nature. So something that came up that is very useful and I recommend that you get is a excess power chargeable flashlight, a rechargeable flashlight. Now, the most common rechargeable flashlight is something like this, where it has a, a rechargeable battery in it that you take out and you put the battery on a charger. And then once the battery is in the charger, you can um, charge up the, the battery. The problem with these is I'll do a top down. Top down. There it is. The problem with these kind of uh, flashlights is that um, while you're charging it, the battery is on the charger, not in, right. not inside the, right. the flashlight. So you're charging it, and uh, and you might forget the battery, which I did today, or you might forget the flashlight, which I've done on occasion, where I had the battery in my pocket, but I didn't have the flashlight. <laughs> uh, that's something I would do. But the benefit of something like this, which I can't remember where I put it, um, these also are are um, interchangeable with uh, headlamps. These batteries that are in this can go into multiple different types of ba uh, flashlights as long as they're similar size. The battery can switch out. So I, this battery that's rechargeable, I've got like five flashlights that this battery can fit into, plus the headlamp thing i could take out the little the little triple a battery thing that's in it and put this battery in it and then it i can use the headlamp with a rechargeable battery so uh this is the most common one well then you've got uh regular batteries that you can uh not regular but rechargeable batteries that you can recharge like double a's triple a's and recharge those batteries and use them in a normal flashlight the problem with that is the charge doesn't stay very long and after charging it 15, 20 times, the batteries have to be replaced. So it ends up being a moot point, right? You ever had rechargeable batteries that you're like, why Why is it not charging? They slowly, yeah, they and slowly eventually... decrease, yeah. The best rechargeable flashlight I've ever had is this one. This flashlight is a rechargeable flashlight. It has uh, a hook on the end, so you can hook it on stuff. It has a wrist strap. Um... And I, I, I can't remember how much they were. Feature. Yeah, and it's got a bottle opener. Mm -hmm. 
and a clip, which I clip that to my shirt when I'm out running around. I clip it yeah, to my shirt. And if it's on, you can see. Um, it's got uh, a floodlight and a high beam or a, a like a direct beam. So this one is like pointed, focused, and this one is high beam or um, floodlight, and they can both be on at the same time. And it's very, very bright. That's all three wow. of them on. Wow. Needs to be charged. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but it also has magnets on the back. So that's why you, you didn't see it sitting there. <laughs> magnetized to the to the filing cabinet there. The, the reason that this is my favorite of all time is because feel how light that is. Yeah. yeah so it looks great, dude. So I've got two of those. One, I, I can't remember which one, but uh, I took one up in the attic and I was moving boxes around and set the boxes down on top of the flashlight and lost it because I couldn't remember where it was. So my wife bought me another one. So I've now got two of these. But the reason I like these the most is they're rechargeable with a regular USB, micro USB um, cord like you do with your cell phone. Oh, really? It's micro USB. Uh, So we've got like this flashlight, another flashlight, um, walkie-talkies, cell phones, little cameras, and different MP3 players that all plug into the same kind of plug. So we have like a charging station where we plug in different things that charge and they could all charge at the same time or whatever. But um, the biggest reason I like this type, even though it's it's huge, it's waterproof. Mm. The, my pipe broke underneath the house and I had to take this down there and it was sitting in the water and it was still on. And, and you know, like, see how it can be like that where you can turn it. Mm-hmm. Like a regular flashlight when you straighten it out. Yeah, it's like cool. a regular flashlight. Mm. So that's pretty cool, man. I like it. So I would recommend you get a rechargeable I flashlight. I want one of those. Those are cool. Hey Melissa, if you can put a link in the comments of where you got your you got the flashlight, that'd be cool. Maybe Walmart mm-hmm. at home or something. Sure. But uh For anyway, me, I like those. Very cool. I can't even remember the name, the brand. It says right there, but I can't read it. I need a flashlight to read it. <laughs> Might D light. Might D light. Like a mighty light. D-light. Mighty light. Might yes. D light. Mighty light. Might D light. Anyway, very cool. Uh, if you have a bug out bag or, or whatever, you can put one of these in a bug out bag. Uh, if my bug out bag has uh, uh, a uh, solar panel in it, and this can hook up the solar panel because it's a USB thing. So I keep a multi-thing USB thing. You can also recharge this with one of those little rechargeable battery banks. Mm, that you yeah, recharge your phone. phone. Right. So you can actually have this charged up or whatever. Um, I've gone out in the woods with this as my flashlight hooked onto me or whatever. And went out and set up like a whole canopy or tent or whatever. And was able to like hang it on the tree. You can hang it by this. You can like do all kinds of cool stuff hanging it up or whatever. But bottle opener that's a good thing yeah i i i don't have any bottles out there i don't know i don't have anything that i open with a bottle opener so anyway so that was the outpost survival tip of the week rechargeable flashlights all right yay yay Four twenty. do you do you you're gonna find Four twenty. Four twenty. <laughs> 
<laughs> 420 man. We're gonna meet at the quad. <laughs> meet at the quad? Yeah. Is that like see you at the pole? Yeah. But see you at the see you at the bong? Maybe. 420. Actually that that can't be that can't be that. That's not accurate. Why? Because the um You gotta put the line in it. No, it's it, a date. It's gotta be uh <laughs> gotta green. be gotta be green. That's fine. Like gotta it. be like that kind yeah, of Yeah, good job, yeah. man. It's gotta good be green. Job. But then oh, you gotta blend you gotta in. Bring it up. You gotta bring it up further then. No, I can do it. I can do it. I guess I got an idea. You gotta make it greener. <laughs> I'm gonna do the background color white, and then boom, boom, baby. There, it's like butter. Four twenty. Damn it. Four twenty. Very nice. So what's your four twenty thing about? Yeah. Four twenty. Yeah. Told... As always, four twenty's pseudo sponsor is. Shaman smokes. Shaman smoke. I do the original because I no. don't need all that flavored crap. I'm too old for that. Oh. CBD smokes. Three or four a day CBD. keeps the cigarettes away. You know what I mean? CBD. Uh, so today I wanted to talk about my holiday fudge. Holiday fudge. Yes. Yes, I had a request for my holiday fudge. Walmart. Cooper Lighting Might Delight. Oh, and she Walmart. put it in there too. Thank you, Mrs. Onyx. Very nice. She put it in both chats. But she didn't, we didn't, you're not even doing that one. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't want to mess with it. All right, where was that? <laughs> if we you're listening, holiday fudge. If you're watching this on the Comedy Vets Facebook thing, he doesn't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I apologize, but today ain't the day. <laughs> it ain't gonna work. Uh, <laughs> so my holiday fudge, and I don't know if you've noticed or if you could tell from the tomato, cherry tomato eyes I have right now. I thought you were gonna see your face. Your face uh, does look red. It does look a little bit red. I've been laughing a lot. <laughs> and why is my face all pale? I don't know, because you don't laugh enough. Um... <laughs> Holiday fudge, man. My holiday fudge is made with green butter. Unpack it. And so, obviously, you want to use the recipe, the fudge recipe that uses butter. There are recipes where there are other ingredients you can use besides that. But I use butter because you mix the butter with the greenery and then it becomes green butter. And you take the green butter and you make stuff out of it. Yeah. Butter. It's a whole family recipe. Um, the funny part is, you know, people always say that, uh, stems and seeds don't have THC in them. Sorry, that is untrue. Completely untrue. And I used to save all my seeds and stems and I'd get, you know, a couple ounces of it. Grind them up? Grind it up as, as fine as you could get it and then slow cook it at just under 200 degrees in the butter. Like 180 it's probably closer to 190 195 maybe but but you slow cook it like that where it's just on the edge of a, a slow boil right i mean just on the edge where it's just barely popping and you want to cook it like that for a couple hours on the stove yeah on the stove and then you probably have to add 
over a couple hours, you probably have to add a little bit of butter to go with it. You know, so maybe add like a half a thing of butter, but be careful because sometimes you put that butter in there, it'll flash. Salted, you be salted, unsalted, unsalted, or margarine? Unsalted. Not don't, margarine? Do not use salted butter. Please don't use margarine. See, I'm I helpful. I'm interrupting start. for good reasons now. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Donnie. I'm progressing. Um, <laughs> I'm progressing the, the comments and the topic. That's funny. All right. So, um, anyways, I'm not going to tell you too much about how to make it. I gave you enough hints that if you know what you're doing already, you'll be able to make it no problem. Well, that's that's but, like a lot of recipes. If you just replace one ingredient and you make it the way you normally make it. Right. Well, but there's a, lots of ways you can make the butter, too. Like, um, there's a way that you can take the greenery, you grind it up, and you put it in the oven. Yeah, at 180. And you, it, and you cook it at 180. That's right. That's where the 180 comes and in. You dry it for it out. 30 minutes to dry it out real good. And then you put it in water and butter. There's a little difference there. So I And I don't want to get into that one because that is not my recipe. That's not how I do it. But I'm saying there are multiple ways that you can make your butter. But once you make the butter, then you make your fudge. Now, if you don't do uh, uh, cow's butter and you have to pick something else, right, you can possibly use like coconut oils what or about things lard? like that. Well, I mean, who wants to put lard in their fudge for crying out loud? I mean, oh I my know. gosh, lard fudge. Excuse me, dude. There are so many recipes that that um, oh, if God. you if you use lard with it instead, like the original recipes of a lot of the stuff, instead of using shortening, they would use lard, like shortening Mom, bread. Dude, lard shortening bread <laughs> without the shortening, just lard bread. Dude, um, you know why I knew about that one eighty? Why? Because um, <laughs> I was learning. I was learning how to make acorn flour. How to how to process down acorns to make acorn flour, and they do one hundred and eighty degrees. The acorns at one hundred and eighty. It's a yeah. roasting temperature. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and to slow roast anything, just for people who are paying attention right now, that's a, a real good rule. And some people right. grind them up before they dry them, and some people don't grind them up before they dry them. It's just preference, personal preference. Uh, yeah, I mean, and what is it? Dandelion root tea, I think is 182. I think you got to... Most of them are 180. Yeah. Anyways, okay, we're getting off subject. My point fudge. is, the holiday fudge is fire. And it's such fire that you don't have to wait till the holidays. Jay's holiday fudge. Now, I used to sell it. And I actually sold batches, dude. I used to sell a batch of fudge for 50 bucks. But did... So you guys, sir, I used to sell cakes and all kinds of stuff back in that. We're, we're talking 10, 12 years ago when I first knew. But you could do boots and stuff at all these festivals and stuff. If I were now legal, it's legal, if I were legal and went through the processing and whatnot, I could do all that. But I'll say this. You just sell a little, a little chunk of fudge. <laughs> I would make the butter, but my wife would do the baked goods. Because I'm going to tell you what, my wife cook her ass off. And she can bake too. Well, she needs to and cook. A, she to needs to cook Look, a lot more than. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But that's the other thing. She's on the she other likes... side of the wall too. She probably heard <laughs> she's me. over there. And she probably listens to all this shit. But um, the holiday fudge, man. I don't know, dude. It's different when you got a little bit of fudge because if you eat fudge like I do, I like to get the bite of the fudge and let it melt and really try to enjoy it. 
And you get, when you do the holiday fudge, man, you really get that good THC flavor to it where it, it almost seems to absorb into your mouth. So, like, literally, as you're eating the fudge, you can get yourself, you can feel yourself getting high. You can feel your hair growing. It's awesome. <laughs> as you're talking, other things yeah. are going through my head that have nothing to do with what you're saying. I know, and you're not saying them because you're trying to be polite. <laughs> See that curtain? I need to clip that up higher. <laughs> He's not gonna be don't be saying it anyways. I don't give shit. Um one of the one of my favorite baked goods though. But there's a holiday the, almost every month. Yeah, and you can find reasons and then the fudge itself, I mean, a good peanut butter fudge, dude. Oh my gosh, bro. THC peanut butter fudge is the sh And I don't know if it has anything to do with the, the fact that the peanut butter has high protein levels and whatnot. I, I don't get I don't geek out on it like that, but there is some some level of difference to the peanut butter fudge when you make it. So, well, it adds a little a little bit of a different flavor to it, anyway. Well, yeah, I, I, yeah, because there's the oil. You know what? Okay, I but... I've never smoked the, uh, the smoked, partaking of any of this um, cannabis cannabinoids. Yes, we'll get you, man. I'll, I'll make some M and M's or something. And you'll here's my it. thought process on it. Chocolate. That's another thing you make. The taste of banana reminds me of the smell of cannabis. The taste of banana the taste reminds of banana. you of the smell of cannabis. Yeah. Is that because you smoked banana peels once? I don't know. The taste of banana. That might be why you don't smoke. Or or <laughs> you had banana peels and was like burning green tea. Also smells a lot like cannabis. Just smell like cannabis. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what's funny is the reason hey, I know this. Nope, it's green tea. I swear. The, the reason I know this, my brothers used to sell weed, and they would they used to cut it with green tea. Okay, and I think I like remember that. you saying something. And about that, yeah. I knew how to roll because my dad would have me roll his cigarettes for him. So I would roll my dad's cigarettes. Like when I was really little, I was rolling my I'm dad's cigarettes. My kids to roll and my sure. my uh, my brothers are like, "You roll some really good cigarettes. Did you roll us some cigarettes? We've got some tobacco over here." Yes, and I had no idea. Telling me this, and That's, I'm over there I rolling them, this. and then they're they're selling totally them. Remember this. And they're like, "Can you roll it tighter?" And I was like, <laughs> like "Sure." So I roll them really. I was rolling really small because what they were doing is they were. I did them in the big pens. They would cut off the the ink part. They would hide them in a big pen. I did and they that. Would sell the pens. Yes. At school, well, but you I had didn't to roll sell them. the pens. That's just kept them in the pen. You had to roll them just right to fit into the. Oh pen. yeah. Oh yeah. So I oh, would yeah. used to roll them from. That's awesome. Uh, I remember that. I remember that where you used to put the joints in the big pens. Yeah. But I I never sold them or anything, or bought them. I would just roll them and put them in there and keep them in my pocket. There was this one kid that got busted at school because yeah. he used the clear big pens. And we were yeah. like, dude, you're an idiot. I was going to say, because he was smoking it in the bathroom. Well, what good does it do to hide it in the pen if you're going to smoke okay. it in the school, so, you idiot? My brothers were selling these pens uh, or the weed at school, right? And uh, my brothers would go shoplift at like 7-Eleven, Circle K, whatever. And they would shoplift all this candy. Mm -hmm. candy was not allowed in school so i would take all this candy and put it in like a pencil boxes You're and kidding. i would sell one now and later or one piece of gum for like a nickel 
right? Remember, we used to talk. I used to talk about this on stage. So I used to sell these little pieces of candy and stuff. We used to sell nine liters for a nickel, bag yeah. of Kool Aid for a quarter. So we used to sell that stuff at school. Yep. And I was making, I was making some good money. We were the only three white kids at school too. And my brothers were making money off the same kids selling them the weed, and I was selling them the candy. Yeah. I don't know where these kids got all that money though. What do you mean? You had to have money for school. Oh, like back they then. took their lunch money, yeah. Yeah, back then you had to have lunch money. So the kids would spend their lunch money on weed mm-hmm. and, and candy and stuff. They gave you a card or whatever if you had free Free lunch, lunch yeah. So you just had to show it. Or, or or they gave you a number. Okay. Now they're like, oh, is that a fake card? Let me see that card. Now see they that. just assume everybody's on free lunch. Actually, <laughs> uh, at my daughter's school. That's so funny because that's what we found out our kids are not eating breakfast at home because they're getting it at school well so they're waiting until they get to school to eat all, I'm like, what are you all the me? kids at my daughter's school they all have a, a meal account a lunch account right. and everybody has an account number yeah so all this is first grade the kids that could afford that. it they loaded it on their thing and the kids that couldn't afford it didn't well there's only certain things that you're allowed to have on right. on the free lunch thing and my daughter didn't know that so she was buying stuff for her friends on her free lunch thing. And then I was getting a bill for it. Uh-oh. So I had to stop her from doing that. Joni? Yeah, Joni did that. She didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what she told she you. She didn't know. Joni's smart. Well, that was a really surprise. That was a really good 420. You did a good job. That was a good 420. Yeah, a good 420. I always look for your input. Yeah. But also, Jeff, I always look for your praise. <laughs> <laughs> seriously though Jack i think we do some pretty good segments man i really i really enjoy doing the show I hope people enjoy it. fact other people other people need to enjoy what we're doing but they probably don't people don't people don't give a damn what we're saying uh, i think they do no. I, I think they give at least enough to enjoy it. We got two at us or we got two us. people it's that are watching laugh, and both man. of them are going, These people are idiots. Yeah, and one's related to me and the other one's married to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> conjecture or fact. That's Did I spell true. it right? I think so, yes. This yes. segment, conjecture or fact, we're gonna be talking about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh yes, that's right. Charlie that, and the Chocolate right. Factory. And so, so because I actually read the book well, a the, long time ago. The the book was completely different than the first movie with uh, yes. Gene Wilder in it, and then the remake was trying to be closer to the book than the than the than the um, than the first movie, and they were trying to be completely different than the first movie. Okay, yeah. so uh, well, they made it more like the book. Charlie and Chocolate Factory was more like the book, the one with Johnny Depp. Johnny Derp? Yeah, Johnny the uh, Vampire Depp. Yeah. Yeah, Richie's come trying to talk to us on there. Uh, Is he? I'm sorry, Richie. But but he, he says we're both that. ugly. Thank you. I appreciate that. But, well, uh, coming from him, he would know. <laughs> anyway. He has uh, to look at it every day in the mirror. So, uh, so the original, <laughs> the original movie was, or the original book was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yes, That's that was the, the name actual of the name of the book. And it was not necessarily a kid's book, dude. No. Well, and, and that it dude really that wrote that. It really wasn't for kids. It was a dark 
kind of book on like societal issues. It well, was and not... it was a it was basically a story about behavior, children's behavior, and how children need to learn how to behave pro pro properly. And if they don't, bad things happen. So it's a morality story, right? Morals, right? But also, yeah. Uh, more like a social structure thing too. There was yeah. the because if you look at the kids themselves, there was a it was commentary so, on social structure. Yeah, yeah, but there was a hierarchy too that yeah. And then uh, so the same dude that that wrote uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, he wrote like James and Giant Peach and and a bunch of other movies, or not movies, but a bunch of other books that were then converted into movies. The Witcher. Uh, right, but they were made into more kids type stuff yeah but brought down to a kid's level a lot of people don't know that the, the family of the guy that wrote charlie and the chocolate factory didn't like how they did um james and the giant peach and they didn't like how they did uh the witcher or the witchers witchies witchers i think it's the witcher um both of those movies the family didn't like the way that they did it so when they did charlie and, and also by the way willie and the wonk uh, willie wonka and the chocolate factory was actually Named Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory specifically for uh, candy bars to market candy bars. Okay. That was the whole purpose was to market candy bars. Interesting. Okay. They actually came out with a candy bar that they called the Wonka Bar, uh -huh. so that they yeah. could different flavors of the Wonka Bar, so that they could promote Willy Wonka's Wonka. Did bar. they have gold tickets in? Uh, they didn't do the gold ticket thing though, but they did have gold foil. Genius, they dude. did have gold foil. Well, I'm saying that would have been genius to do a contest like that. Well, and the contest that was actually genius. The contest wow. was actually it based was on uh, what's the name? Uh, Dull, something Dull, Dull, the the guy -A -A that wrote yeah Dull. So the guy that wrote Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, um, uh, it was based on his experience when he was a little kid. Um, I can't remember. I think it was Cadbury or some some chocolate company uh, had the kids in his class do a taste test of some new chocolate. So he he was started to you know to remember that when he was a little older and wrote a short story for his kids about how um, uh, how it would be if you were a chocolate inventor inventing different types of chocolate, and different candy. So that's how the story. So then that started. became the backstory yeah. of charlie yeah i mean not charlie but uh willy, willy wonka. wonka right okay so okay. fast forward fast forward past uh charlie and the chocolate factory uh so you got the remake with uh tim burton doing charlie and the chocolate factory okay Here, here's where it goes into the conjecture of fact okay a lot of people don't know that uh uh charlie and the chocolate factory had a sequel to it <laughs> so that, speculative no it's a sequel it's, it's... A, totally a sequel uh, if you watch the movie, uh, the Snowpiercer, Snowpiercer, the movie Snowpiercer, Snowpiercer was basically uh, a sequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. At the end of the world, basically, the movie is about at the um, um, the world was trying to fix global warming and they went the opposite way too far and created a situation where there was a worldwide global global cooling. So and, it was a true story. And a person named Will, to be realized. Wilfred, Wilfred. A person named Wilfred made a uh, a um, an invention Wilfred. of a um, a train that was an, uh, a perpetual motion train. It it always ran, so the engine would continuously run. Right. Okay, so um, 
the the thought process is that Wilfred was adopted by Willy Wonka. Um, Wilbur was Charlie or was was Willy Wonka's dad. Wilbur was Willy Wonka's dad, and then Willy was short for something else. And then Charlie, when he was adopted by Willy Wonka, his name was Wilfred. So Changed Wilbur, Willy, Wilfred. So Wilfred um, made the train, uh, and the train was Charlie. Well, Charlie, Charlie made the train, and it was specifically designed for small people, people of small stature, to be able to do certain things on the train and to crawl into because compartments of the to do certain things. Because Oompa Loompas. Oompa Loompas. Okay. The Oompa Loompas were small and could right. fit into the area. I remember this now. I, I, I in, saw this, by the way. I, in the movie, I I told you they that. said that these... Um, I saw the there video. There are certain the parts that went extinct. Certain parts that ran the train went extinct. If certain parts that ran the train went extinct... Uh, spoiler alert. They were using children. They would find small children. They would measure the children. And then they would have the children go replace the 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 now extinct oompa loompa right right to run the train right and they had to have the and they kids had to, have to certain, do that certain size and everything's to put the kids in there so they were taking the kids from the back of the train yeah and and it was basically a social structure type thing where the people in the back of the train were um were like um coach and the people in the front of the train were first class and when the storm happened all of the people who were on the train stayed on the train and all of their descendants stayed on the train and the people in the front the first class people were the uh were like the nobles and the people in the back were like the serfs or the commoners so it, it had that kind of a social structure with it but um so if you ever watch the movie uh go watch the movie charlie and the chocolate factory and then right after that watch um snowpiercer and here are some things you're going to notice. Not only um, the extinct parts for the machine, for the train, but um, the cowboy kid ends up being the sharpshooter assassin guy. Uh, Baruch Assault ends up being the, the, the bodyguard lady. Okay. The, the chick with the glasses. She's that other little girl. So each of the characters from uh, from uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory are these different characters on the train. Okay. That so, work for Wilfred. So then, what's the theory that when they when they go through the facility and they disappear, they're kept in the facility but not killed. Right. Even though the impression is given, the impression is given that, that something happened children. to them, but nothing happened to them. They just but became in Snowpiercer. The thought is that they just became part of the system, right? That makes the candy, right? And then Charlie was adopted by Willy Wonka, right? And he became a great inventor. He learned how to invent the train, right? He learned how to invent from, and Willy. thus when he invented the train, that gave him hit his status among all those kids already because they had grown up together and then they became uh basically employees or underlings of him on the train on the last train on the last train yeah for mankind right 
And if you watch, if you if you watch those, just try to point out the different the different little kids because there were five little kids. Right, and I get you. Charlie I get you, was one. I, I saw the I saw the video. I know I'm not sure if it was anti logic. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. That channel. I watched that a lot. I, he's really sharp, and the way that he puts things together, he never disappoints me. So, on what he says and, and and you can see his but it blows your mind point. when you when you watch these two movies back to back it just it blows my mind that it was never connected like that people didn't when it think came that? out well because it's not look if that's the case they made that movie that way on purpose yeah and they never made the connection seemingly on purpose because why wouldn't you connect it well no there are a whole bunch of sequels that people don't know are sequels there are a lot of movies right, that I have see, sequels that I you have no that. idea. And that was anti-logic, I think, that yeah. did that one. So there are a bunch of movies that have sequels that people don't know that they're actually sequels. Well, and some of those were obvious sequels, and some of them were not. Like yeah. the Snowpiercer and the Charlie. And, because you really got to dig deep because they don't give you the information to make that. Yeah. I mean, you can never catch that on the first round of Snowpiercer. Never. And you literally would have to do like the guy at Antilogic, who's very sharp, and this is what he does. He breaks down the the underlying symbolism and tones of a movie. So, so when you write something, they tell you, you know, one, write what you know, but also that there are like five basic themes in every story. You know, man versus man, or or man versus self, maybe. Maybe uh, I should do another one. Man versus animal, man versus This should have been a breakdown. This should have been a breakdown. <laughs> well, this is fine, it's been a dude. Conjecture it's okay. This should it's have been fine. a breakdown. This is fine. Because really, that's what we're talking about, too, right? Is that um, at some level, all stories have uh, some of the same basic components, right? Well, yeah, there's uh, love, hate, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, overcoming something. There's... Uh, you know, the struggle of humanity, all those different stories, you know. Right. And well, have I you ever was seen talking the... more like, you know, the the way the story is structured with the climax and being one. Have you ever seen a movie? That, the, you ever watched the, the character movie? development and all those things? You ever watched a movie that has no dialogue at all and understood the entire movie? Um, I used to, when I was in the military especially, I used to watch TV with the sound off. Well, I mean, movies music. that were deliberately movies that were deliberately created with no. Well, that's what I'm like saying, though. Quest, but I used to watch movies like Quest for Fire. Okay. Quest for Fire has okay. no uh, dialogue at all. Uh... No idea what you're gonna say. Something about bear, whatever. Daryl Hannah, fan of the cave bear. Okay. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. Okay. So those kind of movies where there's no real dialogue. What was the other one? Um, but there's sound Mel and stuff Gibson like that. Did. But there's no, there's no dialogue. Right. In the movie. Mel Gibson did the one. What was that one that was in like the mind? And then you watch, and then you watch movies like Castaway and things of that nature, which yeah. um, you come to find out are just retelling of stories from before, like Omega Man. So. Um, Castaway was actually Omega Man. Well, that's kind of what I was getting at. Um, in philosophy, they teach you that, 
that these stories at the heart boil down to just a few basic storylines. And once you get to that, then you can break down how they... I thought that's what you were going to be doing. Connect. I thought you were going to do the breakdown as you were going this to do This is the, not my breakdown. Oh, I know, but the other movies, you're going to do philosophical, philosophical. I was going to, but now I got to, I can't just sit down and watch a movie like five times over the next week. I can't do it. You can't just watch it once and know everything about the movie? Well, I mean, I, I break down the, the surface level of the movie. I don't break it down like anti-logic. Dude, you gotta you don't know what that takes, man. I, I did this with the Matrix, right? And then they came out Dude, with the box set. I'm telling you. They came out with the box set of the Matrix, right? But but I used to sit down and watch the Matrix and break it down piece by piece and try to get the basic concepts because the movie itself seemed like a a philosophical argument. But there's more than the movie. You got the magazines, the comic books. Yes. Books, everyone gotcha. that stuff. Gotcha. You, ever, you ever watch Matrix? Uh, the, there's a channel called. How about Ma we call it the franchise as opposed to the movie? There's a channel called Mat Matrix Explained, and this yes. guy breaks down. Okay, yeah, yeah, I've seen everything. It. I love it. Yeah. He breaks down everything. Yeah. He's like, "Well, here, here's the backstory of this character." He yeah. goes through the whole character. Yeah. He's like, "Here's the theory of this character. Here's yeah. the theory of why they do this and why they do that. What's, dude." Maybe I could start doing that on the break. Like do some some of my YouTube stuff because I I freaking love watching those YouTube videos. And yeah, whatnot. I do. I I really enjoy the the way that they think and interact. For for me, that's something I don't get most of the time. I don't get conversations that go into depth like that because most people don't give a shit. Yeah, they don't care. Oh, the Matrix. Oh, the Matrix is really about ten different religions. <laughs> Whatever. They don't care. Well, actually, it was about. It but that even, interests me. It was. It was about multiple like religions, ten, yet no religion ten. at the same time. Right, but it, yeah, it it took what was it the, the ten main religions or whatever, incorporated them in some way, but also it it broke them down as, as a social construct as opposed to, you know actual enlightenment or whatever the case may be yeah but part of that is because it was a you know a, a digital construct in itself so it's kind of hard to have god inside the digital construct because really that's something that's going to be exterior yeah there are people that believe we're in the matrix that we well live in I, I told you philip k dick was one of the first people to really come out with that did you know that there was a TV show? He was a very famous writer. He did a minority report. Did you did you know there was a TV show oh. called The Matrix in the 80s? And in that TV show, the chick that plays Trinity was the main love interest of the guy who was in the Carrie TV Ann show. Moss. She was in that in that TV series. In which one? The Matrix, the TV series. The Matrix, the TV series was about a guy that died, came back uh and he 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 had been between heaven and hell in limbo and he was brought back to then find people to uh, <laughs> to battle like uh like evil he was battling evil to track people down to 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 either set them free or to or to eliminate them because they were evil to send them to heaven or hell interesting so basically, it was like the Neo character 
uh, and and he was like the one who was sent back, and he he can go between both worlds, right? Okay. So and had, what was the name of the TV show? Matrix. No. It was called right. Matrix, and the chick the the chick that was in the TV series was Neo's love interest in the movie The Matrix, and they're supposedly not even connected. That's what I'm saying. That's weird. Huh, I'll write that down. I know something. You know something. Uh, so this next hour, we're going to be talking about prison rules, woke this week, uh, comedy horror, the pathetic, a whore. pathetic pet of the week. <laughs> we only got like 45 minutes left. Comedy judo, and oh, no. um, we might get to taking out the trash this time around. So prison rules. Are prison, we at prison rules? Prison rules. Okay. Boom. Uh, prison rules. Prison rules, yeah. So, um, yeah. Shit. <laughs> uh, Alright. Not sure what was I supposed to do for prison rules. I don't know. You wrote it down, didn't you? No. I don't uh, remember. It's in the description. I don't remember. But I can't read the description. I know. I, that's what I'm saying. Where's the description? So I don't know. Right here. Where? What did it say? Prison rules. Oh, um, study. The study. The Mandalorian study. The Mancala story. The, the isolation study. Isolation right? study. Yes. Oh, God. I don't know why that connected. I don't remember what I was doing with that mess. He was talking about there's this thing that he was talking about with the study that if you're isolated and stuff, then you go like crazy and junk. And his kids are isolated sometimes, so they kind of go crazy sometimes. So, like, that's what's up. Something like that. There you go. Next one. <laughs> I just did your prison rules for you. Jamming. Well, we breezed right through that one. <laughs> prison rules. Okay. <laughs> Woke this week. Woke this week, we talk about who's woke, what's woke, um, who got canceled, what got canceled. So I'm so glad we skipped the last section so we can get to this one. <laughs> oh, I gotta, I gotta Maybe take. We can spend a little extra time on it. I gotta take uh, that off of there. Yeah, take that off of there and go to woke this week. Woke this week. I'm not even gonna put it up because I don't have, I don't have it. Okay, so Pepe Le Pew was canceled because he's what? A, because he's a sexual predator. He is a misogynistic so uh pepe Le Pew was canceled um who else was canceled uh miss piggy was canceled for the exact same reason that pepe Le Pew was canceled she's a bit of she's a, a sexual predator yeah she's captain america a little frog so, so there's two different captain america things going down okay so there's black captain america in the tv show thing okay what yeah black captain america in the tv show the shield okay the, sh the show The Shield, in the show The Shield, Captain America's black. Yeah. And nobody said, hey, how come Captain America's black? Yeah, I know. But when Scarlett Johansson played the chick in Ghost in the Shell, and thankfully it was her and not somebody else because she had to wear that really tight outfit the whole time, um, everybody pitched a fit because she wasn't Oriental. Yeah. I'm confused. Okay. But uh, this happens a lot. Continue. Captain America in the comic strip now is uh, gay. So his outfit that he wears is a there's a star on his shirt, and he's he's got cut off sleeves, and you know he's open. Why, he's why do gay. we even know that? 
Why do we know Captain America's sexual preference? Yeah, we don't. It shouldn't even be discussed. No, because Ben Shapiro said this. It's he not said, like he's having sex in the magazine anyway. Ben Shapiro said comics. that we used ben to say, Shapiro. <laughs> it used to be, whatever I do in the bedroom, it's none of your business. None of your damn business. Now it's whatever I do in the bedroom, you have to not only accept it, but you have to celebrate it. That's what it went from. It's none of your business what I do in the bedroom okay. to what I do in the bedroom. You have to celebrate and accept. All right. I like that. So that's what's going on. I'm going to tell them. I'm going to tell the, the homosexual people that, that the, inquire. The executive editor, the editor in chief. That they must celebrate my sexuality. The editor in chief of Teen Vogue magazine was canceled this week. Teen Vogue. Now, team... now, I'm secretly cheering inside, but please do tell. So the uh, the executive, the editor-in-chief of Teen Vogue magazine is an African-American young lady, black lady, um, who uh, she writes a bunch of woke articles about how communism is awesome or, or edit. She does the editing or whatever, right? But back when she was a freshman in college, she said a whole bunch of stuff about Asians that was considered to be racist today. When probably was considered racist then. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say it might have been. So uh, she was canceled because of the comments that she made while she was in college 10 years ago. I hate that, man. That but here's really the kicker. really frustrates me. Teen Vogue, the people at Teen Vogue, Human Resources, knew about it. Because when she got the job at Teen Vogue, she told them about it. And she said, I'm totally sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've grown as a human being, and I do not think that way anymore. And I hope it's I not going to be a problem. That way then. Teen Vogue said, no, it's shit. not a problem. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's not a problem. And now they fired her. So a bunch of people that work at Teen Vogue who are like her underlings didn't like her and decided to get rid of her by pulling up stuff from her past that the company was cool with. They were okay with the, her, her answer of, yeah, I was Yeah, the company young. knew they can't fire her. So she decided, along with the company, to part ways. Oh, did she now? So and they, they gave her some money and told her go. And she said go. a bunch of beautiful stuff about them, and they said a bunch of beautiful stuff about her, but they are officially no longer a thing. Isn't that weird, dude, that the, we have, it, it, it's becoming where if you say something 10 years ago, and this is the other thing. So think of it like this, okay, in terms of speech. Right. So now there are terms that we say that mean something different than they used to. Right. And you don't know. You, you don't, don't know, know what it's going to mean in 10 years. So you could say something now that has a different connotation in 10 years. And you can be prosecuted now for something that has happened 10 years ago. That you had no idea about. It, that, that in most cases seems to be the attitude of the time. Well, I, I talked to my daughter about but this. But because you went along with it at the time, which was part of the thing anyways, is that if you didn't go along with it, you would have gotten beaten and ostracized well, even if it was and went through all those things. Even if it was something uh, something innocent, I talked to yeah. my daughter about yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's not always nefarious either. I talked to my daughter about this. I said, so, so you have pictures of you with uh, Disney characters, various Disney characters from back in the day. Okay, so you you have pictures of you drawing these Disney characters and the different characters or whatever. 
what if you fast forward 10, 20, 30, 40 years, and that Disney character becomes associated with hate or racism or whatever it is. You pick your thing, okay? Or and we realize that the hat that Mickey's holding is shaped like a penis. So you know, all, whatever. all of those things come about later on, and somebody pulls up a picture you drew or a photograph of you wearing a shirt or with a poster behind you. Right. And then they and then they destroy your career and your children's career and your grandchildren's career because of something that you did that you had no idea was was going to be harmful later on. Because cancel because they don't think they're going to be included. It's like my uncle, bless his heart, when he was talking that useless eater stuff, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He was talking that stuff and I said, "Listen, uncle, listen to me, okay? What you're talking about makes no sense." He's got a master's degree, okay? So he's a smart guy. It makes no sense because what you're saying to me is that you're not one of the people you're speaking about. You're one of these people. So you're not a useless eater. You don't think you are. So you're not one of the people who needs to be expunged from the planet. But if one day you become... But what if the people who are telling you this think you are and you don't know it? Are you going to be in there cheering and doing all that stuff? Here's what I say. Anyone who thinks that there's a problem with population and that the, the key is to cull the herd, let them be the first to line up. Well, let them be the first to do their part to save humanity. Back on topic. Otherwise, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, woke this week. Back on topic. So, needless so the people, to say, my uncle never brought that up again with me. So the the people who <laughs> are line up or shut up. The people who are okay with being are okay idiots. with canceling things, or they're so woke they have to tell you how woke they are. Those people <laughs> have no idea that they are putting themselves on the front row of the chopping block line they're in the they're in the very front of the chopping block well, yeah line. they don't think they're going to be on that that's what i was yeah, saying they have no the idea uncle. they have no idea that, like, that they don't understand yeah that at some point say, they're going to be on that chopping block there was a saying that said you know that goes along where you know hey they uh they started arresting these people and i said that, that was fine you know those are bad people then they started arresting these people and i was like oh well you know yeah, some of those people are bad people. Then they started arresting, what was it, the Christians. And then you're like, ah, oh, well, I'm not really a Christian anyway. And then they come to arrest you, and guess what? Now there's no one to fight for you. Because they've already arrested everyone else. Yeah. And so then you get arrested, there's no one to help you. And they've been slowly just squeezing in till they get everybody. But here's, here, I'm going to quote Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro said this. <laughs> Again, this guy. Hey, uh, you know all the people at Teen Vogue that canceled that lady? Good for you. Good for you canceling. You just continue canceling because eventually you're going to be canceled. You keep you keep going through the process of canceling, and what's going to happen is you're going to cancel all these people who are going to realize that you're canceling things for stupid reasons, and they're going to end up jumping to the if other side. If they ever realize it, that's what they're I'm worried about. They're going to jump to the other side. I'm worried that the reason they're making this push the communists are making this push. We call them socialists, but they're really communists. Yeah. The reason they're making this push is because they know it'll work. Once the masks worked and everyone looked at you or, or everyone started looking at their neighbor 
for not wearing a mask is that they don't care. As if they're not a hero, so there's something wrong with them. You're killing because grandma. Because you've got to wear a mask to be a hero. You and know who's a hero right now? Once they realized that worked, they knew they could get Trump. They knew that they could get the people with the Capitol building, even though it hadn't happened yet. They knew they were going to do some of these things. You know, they're going after the Second Amendment already. They're already doing all these other things. And the funny thing is, the first thing they should have done is the bailout for the American people due to COVID. Okay. Yeah. And, if, you, if you tell me I can't go to work, so I can't earn a paycheck, you got to make up for that. You got to give me some money. And if you're going to do the Great Reset anyways and get rid of all money, then what does it matter if we keep printing it like it's freaking paper? Right? It doesn't matter now. So then I would say to you, what they prove, this administration proves, they don't care about the American people. They've proved that all the programs that they said were bad before, they're going to continue. And some they made even worse because they're idiots. You've got a president who keeps calling the vice president, President Harris. Um, <laughs> he can't half remember his speeches. He tried to pick a fight with Putin, and Putin said, well, let's debate. And now he doesn't want to talk about it anymore. So back to woke this week. Okay, so <laughs> so listen to me, cancel culture. Pay attention. Okay, that's your king. You. That's your king falling up the stairs. They're going to cancel you. Who can't you? even finish a speech and still hasn't done a State of the Union address. Nope. I'm sorry, what? Am, am I allowed to speak? That's what he said. That's what he said. He said, can I talk now? <laughs> can I answer questions? He doesn't know the State of the Union. That's why he's not doing an address. Yeah. Okay, so back to Woke This Week. I apologize. Woke right. This Week. So, uh, amongst all of these canceled things, somebody somebody got canceled, and then they went back to his past to try to bring up his past, but it wasn't that far long ago. Um, the, uh, Jim Crow Joe. Oh. The, one of the spokespersons, one of the speakers for the, the Sheriff's Department in Georgia, where the, the shooting of the Asian people went, went down. Uh, this this guy goes out. The shooting out. of the Asian people went down? Well, actually, it was actually, that's not even what it was about. Sorry. It, was, it just it sounded was sex funny. workers. I had to slow down. The guy, the guy had that. a sex addiction. And Supposedly. That's... And he went to these people for, for his activities, and he was pissed off at them because he blamed them for his addiction. Supposedly. So then he went after them for, for that. It had nothing to do with their race. Because Supposedly. he shot because he didn't he didn't only shoot Asians. It, he shot people of other races too. But they only point out the Asians that were shot, but there were other people who were shot. You know I love you, man. There but, were white people who were shot too. But anyway, my, but back oh well, hold on, hold on. So yeah, the I'm sheriff opened this door way too far. The sheriff kick it wide. The sheriff's open. spokesman there, uh he was asked the question, and he said, Well, the only thing we know is this is what the the shooter said. And he quoted the shooter. And everybody went around saying that that's what that guy said. And tried to cancel him for quoting what the shooter said. Then they went back to that guy's Facebook page. And they went through his Twitter and his Facebook. And they found a picture of him wearing a shirt that said Corona. <laughs> made in China. C-H-Y-N-A. And they're now calling him a racist and trying to cancel him because his shirt that he was wearing. He quoted the guy. He didn't he didn't he didn't say that's what he thought. Listen, here's the other thing, okay? That's what this week. If the virus starts in Zika, Africa, you call it the Zika virus. Okay? That's it. The this is ludicrous. Ebola River? 
the Ebola virus from the Ebola River. I mean, that's just what happens. You don't want to call it the China virus, fine. You want to you want to say that it's racist to do that? Then I would say that you're mistaken. China is not a race. China is a country. Chinese people <laughs> might be a race, but China is a country. That one dude. But that one dude goes. Uh, I'm not a virus. I'm not a virus. I'm a man. Yeah. And we live in a in a, a time right now where the culture says COVID caused the lockdowns. COVID caused the unemployment. COVID destroyed our economy. COVID didn't do any of those things. No. Those were self imposed oh. restrictions. You were talking about heroes. I was walking in the store the other day with no mask on. Some lady came up and he goes, you're, you're, you're my hero. You're, you're, you're such a hero. You're my hero. And I thought she was sarcastic. And I go, you, what? She goes, I would love to not wear a mask. I go, just take your mask off. If you would love to not wear a mask, just take it off. She goes, no, because then the store will kick me out. No, the store can't kick you out. The store can't kick you out for not wearing a mask. They can't. No, they can ask you to leave and they can refuse to serve you, but that's it. Yeah, and most stores... They cannot physically remove you. Most stores, by law, cannot police those things other than you're trespassing, you need to leave. Yeah. That's and, it. And then you can just keep walking. They cannot put their hands on you. You haven't taken anything. I've had two haven't stores... haven't broken any laws. I've had two stores tell me that they couldn't serve me because I wasn't wearing a mask. Just yeah. two. Yeah. One of them, I got mad, walked out in custom. The other one, I said... I need an incident report. Yeah. Because I have a medical condition and they're like they're like, uh, we'll still serve you, you just need to do it outside. Okay, we'll go outside. Yep. Well now I've gotten to the point where if That's they, what I've gotten a lot of if they insist that I wear a mask, I've got this tiger head. So if they tell me I have I to wear a mask that, or a yeah. face covering, I'm gonna I go out to my that. car, I'm gonna put on this tiger head, I'm gonna go back in. I almost died wearing that thing. I'm gonna go back in and I'm gonna wear that tiger head. And I'm gonna talk to them through the eye holes. Technically, it's a mask. It's a face covering. Yes. And it's more effective than the stupid mask that they're wearing because it covers my whole head. Yes. Whatever. Yeah, it's no COVID getting in there. I'm a what do you care? COVID doesn't come out until 9 o'clock. Everybody knows that. Did, I, did we talk about the umbrella last, last week? Here's a quote. Ready? There's a guy walking in the grocery store. A lady walks by and says, hey, where's your mask? And the guy says, well, hey, where's your umbrella? She says, what do you mean? Where's my umbrella? He said, well, there's 20, 20% chance of rain. She goes, yeah, it's only a 20% chance of rain. Exactly. It's a 0.3% chance or 0.003% chance of rain or a chance that I'm going to affect you or you're going to affect me with COVID. So if you're telling me to wear a mask, you should have an umbrella. That's not exactly true. That's a death rate. That is not an infection rate, but it is funny. It is funny. Anyway. So, where are we at? I don't even know. I think we're at comedy. Whore. Comedy whore. You're a whore. Did you bring yours? Or <laughs> are did. you? Or are you? I did, but I don't know if she's gonna come in here. You out there, dear? <laughs> there's a there's a folding chair over there. Should I go get the folding chair for her? <laughs> I'll go get it. You can stay here with the camera. Oh keep, yeah. Keep the keep the people keep company. Keep that handsome face on the camera yeah, there. Keep, keep the people company. 
Mm-hmm. I've got the chair. My wife is coming in here. Tell you what. Tell you what. <laughs> what? I just told you. Yeah. <laughs> is that far enough? I have no idea. Okay. I feel like I should wear a mask in here. When you come in? <laughs> you just want to be a hero. Because I can't get I can't get past <laughs> you once you're in here. Oh, excuse me. Pardon me. Oh, whoa, no. whoa, whoa. Put that away, sir. Whoa, okay. I'm down greedy on that kind of show. I have to button my button. I have to well, button. We just told you we were going to tape it. We didn't say nothing else. <laughs> but I'm out there leaving notes on the piece of paper for other people to use the room. Hey, her, her. You're on my headphone. I'm on your headphone. You were on my headphone. I was or am. Okay. Because his headphones. Hello, female. Yeah, Hello. Speak so I can see you. She's in no man's I'm in land. Middle, you don't water. speak. So I, I can see her level. Right I want to see her level. Speak. Can you see my level? I'm on the level. <laughs> see that little line that moves? Sure. And when it gets up in the yellow, that means it can hear you. Yay, so I have to talk loudly. There. Oh god. <laughs> Yay. I could I could move forward and you can move closer if you want. You can move closer if you want. I do, I might start touching him, and it's not that kind of show. Can be. Oh I'm in I'm that, in closer. Not with the sponsors you're trying to get. I'm in closer. Yeah, well those sponsors. But can I tell you a, a comedy horse story? I would say, go ahead. So My story's I, shot. I was out in front of a storefront yesterday. And um, this uh, big girl came up and she's like, do you, do you accept Apple Pay? No, no, we don't accept Apple Pay. Oh, but I wanted to do something, to, you know, because I wanted to do something for you. Okay, great. She goes to her vehicle. She comes back with these um, little Debbie brownies. I was saving these for me, but you can have them. Aww. And she gave me her little Debbie brownie. And you said sweet. you need these more than me. No, my thought oh. was, my thought was, anytime a fat chick brings you some of her food, her She's snacks, flirting with you. there's something going down. Yeah. Especially when that, she was saving them she for herself. My, my wife said, did you get her number? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Did I tell you about uh, the, the uh, custard place? I was at the custard place. My, my my wife and I stopped at the custard place after after a, uh, a date one night, and I went up to the window and ordered because everybody else was afraid to go up to the window because it's during this pen penny thing, you know the demic <laughs> demi thing penny demic whatever whatever. This kind of either do this anyway. So I go up and I order, and while I'm waiting for my order, I overhear back behind me this girl crying. And I turn around as the big girl in the in the drive-thru. And there are like four cars in front of her about to pick up their orders. And she's over there going, Excuse me, could you cancel my order? I left my wallet at home and my boyfriend doesn't have any money on him. Aww. So I I can't we can't and she was crying. Because so she sad. it is sad. So I was going to buy her her food. You know, buy her her thing. But then I remembered I'm on a date with my wife. So if I'm buying a fat chick food, I'm not getting any. <laughs> this is when your wife stopped listening to the show. That moment no, right there. No, it, <laughs> and changed the lock. It's the, you know, 
I actually thought about um, the fact that she's with a guy, and if he didn't have any money to buy her, uh, you know, a custard, she needs to really reevaluate that. Get ready for it. That's the kind of people there who be everywhere. You should have given her the number of the brownie chick. I I was gonna give her the phone number. I was gonna say eight seven six five four zero something like that. Eight seven, eight, six, six, seven five, five three zero nine three zero nine. Yeah. 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 No, three sixty two four three six. Hey, is that an app on your phone where you get no, called to your phone, but on a separate ringer? It's Dirty Deeds. Yeah, oh, I wouldn't know that. Just ring three six four. I should, but three six four. Yeah, but that's British too. So, or is it Aussie? Well, Aussie and you know why he, it. you know why he added, added the hey at the end, because they have different quantity of numbers. They only had. What, um, three sixty two four three six. Hey, so they they have shorter phone numbers than we do here. So it didn't fit. So we had to add it. Huh. Anyway, what was your comedy horse supposed to be? What was your what was your comedy horse thing supposed to be? Yeah, what am I supposed to do this week? What do you mean? I don't know. Not drunk. That's oh, awesome. Damn. That's hey, good. only one down. I'm not drunk yet. I can smell you from here. Yet. Hey, this is water. Okay. The first one wasn't, but it was just one. Okay. Jamaica okay. me happy. I did not know that Bartle and James had canned drinks now that have like an extra spiked kick to them. Very nice. Very nice. Bartle. B and J. That's right. B and J. I got two somethings ready. Cool. While you two were in here talking about that, it smells like green tea. If I, I strongly disagree. If I that. ever drank alcohol, it would have to be Seagram's, because um, Bruce Willis sang the song. Seagram's golden wine cooler. Seagram's really? You don't dose Equis? I don't drink, so. You don't drink. You don't smoke. What? What yeah. are you good for? <gasps> Don't answer that. Don't I don't drink know. Corona. Isn't that a song? You don't drink, don't smoke. What do you do? do? Adam, <laughs> we were talking about that earlier, Adam. Man. Goody, goody, too, too. I don't drink Corona anymore, but it's not because of the pandemic. Just because yeah. I found out they used water from Mexico to make the beer. I'm good, thank you. That's why you had to put lime That's in the beer. That's why you put lime in it. It kills yeah, all so that. that you it's don't... acidity. It's fine. <laughs> If you, you don't, don't do get lime with your chrono, you weren't doing it right to begin with. Lime? They're putting lime disease in the in the beer? Yes. But if you don't eat the worm, you're fine. <laughs> That's the killer. I know. But, but that also goes with lime. Originally, originally, when we said we were putting lime in the chroma, lime it, we took these little ticks and we would put the ticks in there. <laughs> so you would get lime disease? Are you eating the lime? And I'm the drunk one. I'm just saying. And you don't drink or smoke? You sure about that? I don't need to. I gotta leave. <laughs> he does too leave. He's I'll fine. Leave. Like, I get. I got my thumb. I put, I put it what up. You doing, man? What you doing? I put it up and what everything. With this thing. I put I it up. Little, we little, need to hang right it here, like right up here. here. You got your wires crossed. Just hang no. it like. Just hang it. No. Like you the put, camera. You put it like this, like that, like that. There. Put it like Just it. let it dangle. Did you have to let right. it dangle? Only if you were briefs. 
I never understood. Boxers. I never understood the boxers thing. Why would I wear boxers? So your old lady can get to it quicker. Why? She would have to get past like Mike Tyson and like. <laughs> I don't think Mike Tyson would like it. <laughs> He's a little guy, so like I can wear ear, him. Did she go for your ear? She's gonna bite me. Oh, God. Bite me like Mike Tyson. That explains why you have a tiger head. Tiger head? Mm. Is it Tyson's tiger? But when I'm talking to people, I'm talking to them through the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight. <laughs> Look at that! I like segued that in there. You like that? I like mished it together. I got the boxing in there, and I got my tiger head in there. This is what they call delusions of grandeur right here. You guys are witnessing it. My cohort is a sociopath. <laughs> All right, next. Are you serious? <laughs> what are you doing comedy horror? Are you serious? What are you doing comedy horror? I'm not doing shit. Comedy horror. <laughs> I'm sabotaging your segments. But, well, she I, could I'm be, not doing my own. Okay, then she could be part of the pathetic pet of the week. Yay! Oh, this is great. Well, I've just brought I her in. I call him my husband. Okay, let's be respectful. Oh, that's weird. He's not my pathetic pet. Did it's I... a good thing your pet knows how to drive, drunky. I am not drunk. You yet. want to be on the okay, right side or left time. side? I was going to say you'd be drinking on the way. Pathetic pet of the beer. Burgers and beer. That's not comedy. Nothing you know. like burgers and beer at midnight. I'm going to take that off of there. Burgers and. And I'm going to go like this. Yeah. Where's open at midnight now? Nothing on a Friday night? Oh, no, man. I got the wrong one. Yeah, what are you doing? I'm trying to do this. Listen, man. He's not letting me. Head of the week, and I'm like, yeah, let's go get burgers. <laughs> burgers. Chihuahua burgers. Chihuahua burgers. Is that Chrome? I, I have Why no idea. Why is that idea. showing up right? One of the ladies I support has a Chihuahua named Tinkerbell, or as I like to call her, Stinkerbell, because when she gets farts, it is Boom. horrible. Boom and boom. Yo quiero so we do on that one or yeah, this, this side? Her Taco Bell. You want to be she on that side? For the border. Or do Yo you want to be on this side? Bell. That's a better look. Look how Yo I like being Taco on top. Bell. Yeah. There. We well, you could be over there or you could be over mm. here on this side. I don't side. know. How long has it been, though? I think this side's better. Okay, so. I Meet the pathetic pet of the week. This pet is called Willow. This is Willow. Willow. We're going to look at Willow. 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 Willow just wants to be Okay, so Willow is a Chihuahua in Clinton, Missouri. She's a senior female, small stature dog. She has short hair. Uh, she's house trained. Her vaccinations are up to date. Um, Willow becomes very positive of her person. Possessive. But Possessive. Possessive. Yeah, she would do best with a single person in a quiet environment. Prefers a home without other dogs or cats. Yeah, she needs a retired woman of leisure to adopt her. Yes, yeah, so they can go uh, play bingo together on Thursday and, night. And they have lived like twenty years. And maybe so. No, they have no information about other than where to adopt her. <laughs> Clinton Animal Shelter in Clinton, Missouri. You can Good go. Luck. Willow Clinton just appeared. Wait, 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 say Willow just appeared. No, I'm just saying they have no more information about her. Like yeah. she's mysterious. She's uh yeah. Um uh, like the show, she's a midget. She's well, a gypsy. It's like that movie. I, I, I looked for a special Just needs Willow. 
I guess her special need is that she needs um. Her special need she is needs that a she home with nobody but one person. She, she needs to be the only her person. Claim she zings. Look at that picture. Look at that picture. Oh, she looks like she would totally Willow. bite you. Willow. She doesn't. Yes, she does. She looks like she totally would love you to death. Now I have a home no. full of chihuahuas, and she would not fit in. Yes, she would. Look at her eyes. She Look wants her. to kill everyone. Told you she looks <laughs> possessed right there. Well, if you want, if you want to adopt Willow, um, you can contact the Clinton Animal Shelter in Clinton, Missouri, at a six six zero eight eight five seven nine nine nine. Probably um, not now, though. Yeah, their oh, the hours operation are Monday through Friday, two p.m. to six p.m. Saturday from noon to four. Oh yeah, they're cool. Um, oh, you have to wait until Monday morning if you just fell in love with Willow. You have to wait like thirty six hours before you can call and dude, do anything about it. We uh we wanted to adopt this this dog, and they had it this listed. dog. No, another dog. They um, had it. They had a dog uh, listed for adoption. We're like that. That dog's perfect. So it was before Christmas. We were like. Hey, we'll send you an application right now. We want this dog. And they go, well, we don't have the dog yet. We'll have the dog after Christmas. After Christmas. <laughs> but, but how do they not, how do they sell something they don't have yet? So they had, uh, they had these um, little really stockings with the dog's picture. And you take the stocking with the dog's picture and you buy them Christmas gifts. And then, so we thought, well, we're going to adopt this dog, so we're not going to give the dog the Christmas gifts. We're going to save the Christmas gifts and give the dog the Christmas gifts when we get her because we're the ones, we're the first ones that asked, right? So we're like, yeah, we want this dog. So they they get the dog. They put the dog in a foster home. The people at the foster home put in put in paperwork and wanted the dog. And then another group of people put in uh, information wanting the dog. We had already put in our, our stuff. Well, they never took our information because the people that had it listed for adoption didn't even have it in their shelter. It was in another shelter. But they worked with each other. So nobody got the dog? So they put us in the back of the line behind everybody else, even though we were the first ones. We we were the first ones to ask about the dog. And how does it feel to be treated like an African-American in America? You. I, I sat there going, man, you people are messed up. I'm sorry. Was that not appropriate? We just got shut down, Jeff. That was nice. It was nice to have a show. So I'm sorry. We'll start a new one or what? Change the name. <laughs> the next one. Great. White privilege just going to the whole had fucking to show. Go to the end of the line to get the chihuahua. Well, oh my god. Well, what pissed me what off? What does was, oppression feel like? What, what pissed me you? off was if you if you want to adopt an animal. <laughs> And you're the first one in line, <laughs> and then they like they're like, we never got your information, and we we don't even have a dog. It's like, well, why the hell are you take my application? Wait, why are you take my application? You should get someone from the NAACP. To you should have had me. You should have had me go to the place that Soon had the dog, the dog, told me who had the dog, and I would have went there, and then I would have been first in line. There are other dogs out there, Jeff, waiting like for you Jeff and Melissa. Got sloppy seconds. How's it feel? I don't want that dog. Not anymore. <laughs> now that it's been passed around. <laughs> I don't want that dog. Um, sloppy uh, seconds. All right. What's no, she's a single dog. dog. She's a single um, dog. Let's do comedy judo. Comedy judo. <laughs> are we getting our picture? Well, I sent, I sent, uh, I sent a, a, a message. Uh-huh. To to my uh 
What Mrs. Onyx How is your amazing significant other this yeah. evening? She is fabulous. What is she up to? She's 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 up to um Wine? playing video games and oh, sewing and uh yeah. Sewing and playing video games. Yay. Nice. And being a housekeeper. What type of video house, games house, house, house. does she is she like a Call of Duty or like Pac-Man. Well, we got seven days to die for the. We got seven days to die for the PC. Oh, there it is. I don't even know what that is. Seven Uh, days to die. It's a zombie horde crafting survival game. Is that going to be our picture? That's going to be our picture. I can't even see it. Phenomenal. Is that Curious George at the top of the Uh stairs? Yeah. And and like Dunstan at the bottom. This is for oh, canceling no. cartoons. That's Biden. Yeah, it's Georgie putting banana peels. This is for canceling cartoons. <laughs> Here, I'll even put up the. That's now so we'll good. put up the thing. Comedy judo. This is comedy mm. judo. So we do comedy judo now. Wait, I got something new for comedy judo. Hold on, hold on. I got something new for comedy judo. I don't get pen and paper. Oh, you're not you're not writing anything. Okay. Are you? Wait, are Can you, I just crack jokes while you guys write? No, because yeah. then, oh, then no, you'll steal our jokes. Okay, Ooh, I don't think you're gonna think the same thing. Yeah, she'll 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 give us. I'm thinking he's following George and the banana peels so he can find more little girls whose hair he can snip. If that was what's in your head, then I apologize. <laughs> Like an evil villain who just came up with. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna write that down. Watch my language. Sorry. Wow, I wish you would have been telling jokes. Waiting for like the Animaniacs to come out and pull his pants down right now. Boom. That's done. totally what would happen. Done. I'm done. Are you done? This it's is amazing. It's like the kid that walks up and is like, Dad, 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 it's are you busy? <laughs> and they can tell you're talking. It's amazing. You know? I, I, I normally, Eve normally finishes first. I normally don't finish first. I'm just a little excited today, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh-huh. only one of us can go three times. Premature You have never gone three times. My record in the whole time we've done the show. My on record comedy is judo. Six, six a day. Not a comedy judo. Minus six a day. Oh, I get you. you. Oh, yeah, oh, so. I thought you were talking about something else. Yeah, I think you're. He you thought you were talking about chihuahuas. Because yeah, how many chihuahuas he does in a day? <laughs> My. uh... Oh. My history with uh, with prowess and uh, longevity and girth is very well known. Everyone knows this history. So, yeah. By everyone, you mean you and Yakov? No, I run to the border and everybody's like, is that the guy that has the prowess and the longevity and the girth? Uh, and I say, yes, it's oh. me. And he goes, oh, I remember you. Weren't you a stripper in the 80s? Your name was uh, Girth Angel. Girth Angel. Girth Angel. You're fucking weird. 
<laughs> you're so weird. Uh, All right, I'm ready. If you're I'm ready, I'm never gonna be Freddy, able to watch Back to the Future since you finished again. Perth today. Go ahead. Oh, I finished Perth. Uh, Joe Biden was recently uh, tested for COVID with the brand new anal swab test. Oh, that's funny. Present, that's funny. Presented here by Kamala Harris. <laughs> He's technically not a monkey because he doesn't have a tail. He's not a His monkey. His tail is behind him. You, Every you do know that the original Curious George, George did have a tail, no. right? Yes. No, that's a Mandela oh, effect. That's not a that's Mandela, a Mandela effect. effect. He never had a tail. Anal probing and I told you this. It's just like it's the Berenstain Bears. He's not a. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous argument. The Berenstain Bears were spelled both ways. We. I have proof. We had two different books, twenty-five years apart. One was spelled Berenstain, and the other was spelled Berenstain. So I don't want to hear it. The, the Neither are Mandela like effect is bullshit. We've got. It's simply created to confuse us. We've got some school books from ridiculous like, from like the. The 1800s from the 19, early 1900s, late 1800s, uh-huh. and we've got one school. And they book. change right in front of your face. It's called while you were looking at it, God's Glorious Universe, and it's a science book. And it's God's Glorious Universe, and it and it's all about how you know everything can be proven scientifically uh, based on how you think about God. Well, it's just as provable as science. How the hell are you going to tell me it's, the Earth is 4 billion years old? Next you cannot week, prove that. Next week, I'll bring the Mother evidence Earth Bible. Never Have you seen the evidence Bible? True age, huh? Have you seen the evidence Bible? The evidence Bible. It's a Bible that has a bunch of scientific facts in it. And they'll, they'll have the scripture, and then they'll go, and here's scientifically the study or the, the science behind what's in the Bible. It's called the evidence. So Bible. fake science proves the existence of God. That sounds well, like a like scary. a like a um, there was a there was a, a guy who was noticing there was a lot of infections and a high rate All of right. death. We got two in hospitals. minutes left, man. No high rate of death in, in hospitals. Going to be able to read my shit. No, look, we have eight minutes left. It says. Anyway, and he read in the Bible that if you wash your hands in running water, so then he started washing his hands in running water, and it told. Hospital started sick again. washing their hands and running water. Oh. Okay, Versus your turn. Dipping All it right. in a bowl like they do at yeah, church. That, yeah. 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 Okay, so or in ancient Greece. <laughs> if you if you wanna have a little fun with this and you're watching the show right now, um, take this and run with it. I put Jim Crow Joe gets payback. Jim Crow Joe gets payback. Yeah. Let's just say that the way he referred to black people was very well presented right here. Yeah. On the stairs for you. Curious George gets shot by Secret Service. Recovery expected. And then I did a little something that I thought maybe George would say to him. Welcome to Cuba, bitch. All right. Actually, actually, just after this, what you don't see is (laughs) what you don't see. That's what he went with the anal probe. That was funny. Just after this, just after this, anal probes to foreigners. Secret Service tackled him to the ground and then leaned on his neck. (laughs) Curious, curious George Lloyd. Curious George. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I couldn't That's help awesome. It. I, couldn't help I it. think we should end the show on that one. <laughs> I mean, uh, 
need to be publicly. <laughs> Fuck. Yes, I was thinking that. With a banana peel, maybe it would be appropriate. I don't get it. Why would it be bad? Okay, so oh. next week, next week, uh, we're going to be doing the show on Friday then. That's great. We're switching to Friday. Yes, for the next four weeks. Next four weeks, we're switching to Friday. Okay. All right. Next four weeks, it'll be on Friday instead of Sunday. And I'll post it on Facebook and let you people know what's up. So, um, and then this will be on what? And I can just drive straight from. Y'all are going to do a shout out. Look, this is going to be on Anchor, Spotify, Radio Public, Rumble, YouTube, and here on Facebook. Do we get somebody off of Rumble? Then we get a. We got a new we got a new person on because TikTok is only like ten seconds. To the new person on Rumble. You know, next week get on the uh on the chat and just tell us who you are. You could be on the show sort of. If you comment (laughs) on any of the comments and stuff and comment and stuff like that, you know we'll comment back to you about your comment. We'll comment to you. Except for if you're on uh the comedy (laughs) bets feed. Because if you're on the comedy vet feed, he's not watching it. No. <laughs> and he's supposed to be. Totally not watching it today. All right. Uh, yeah, if, you, if you're on the feed right now, I have He doesn't need to start now, okay? Whatever. I was reading. You've been listening.